0: Welcome to machine learning. Okay, I'm going to talk about how great leaders build culture in the organizations. Some leaders think that culture doesn't matter and they pursue uh, profits. They're looking at revenue and uh, they somewhat ignore the company culture and what that does is uh, it uh, doesn't set the exemplary behavior. So in other companies or organizations, a leader uh, may hire a person to set exemplary behavior and uh, as a manager or a leader, and that behavior then becomes values values that people who are watching uphold. And that that's really important because you want to feel like you're helping your manager become successful because if they're successful, you're successful. And at least that's the belief. Um, And, you know, I have a family member who said, don't be afraid to help your employer become wealthy. And I like that um, idea. Well, and and he is really a good example of a person who works really hard to um, build his company. And he... Wanted it, you know, to set his standard of excellence. He encouraged his employees to dress uh, properly and work attire when they came to work and present themselves as as a you know craftsman in the in the jobs that they did. And so he gained these he gained a reputation of being an excellent subcontractor. All right, so why does why does company culture matter? Well, it's a very unifying uh principle. When you have a good strong company culture, you're unified by that culture. And uh for example, maybe the culture is to be family oriented. And so people uh bring their family to the company activities. They interact with their employers. They tell their boss about things that are going on in their life, and the company becomes the extension of their family. Others, uh, you know, look at the company as uh, you know having projects and resources. So they 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 uh, look at what the type of work is being done and whether or not those projects are interesting. I've Worked for some companies where I've listened to the list of projects and thought that would be interesting to work on. One in particular I remember was uh, a uh, uh, migration from an, a mainframe system to a modern ERP, and that included uh, training in the ERP. So I w- that's where I gained my knowledge of JD Edwards and. For uh, over a decade, I worked in, in that ERP system. And I the reason I thought that was cool is I remember going through Oracle training, and, and uh, at that time, Oracle was building their ERP. And a lot of the consultants were really excited about some of the features that the ERP provided um, for the businesses that they did consulting for. So uh you know those are those are some uh, interesting aspects of of uh culture and they had a kind of <coughs> you know I've had worked at one company was had kind of a startup culture where they liked to do nerf gun fights and they would play games on friday And that was a different culture than what I'd ever been around but it didn't it really didn't fit my uh, fit my profile and so I think you have to be selective in the companies that you work for and that you research you know the the culture what the work environments like uh, how how you get opportunities you'll have to interact with people and what type of people you're interacting with, and those type of uh, that type of research takes some time, but it's important that you understand the culture. Uh, I have a friend; he works remote. He's a tester, and the culture there is his boss is, is okay for him to work remote, even in a different state. So they, I think the company his boss is uh, stationed out of London, England, and he works in Ohio. Did work in Utah. Now he's working in Ohio. And so these are these are uh, things that you know by knowing the company culture and and the norms and what's okay, then you you can uh, understand kind of how to fit in that organization. Now one of the things that's interesting is um, expediency versus morality. You know, that's an interesting argument. We'd had that uh, argument in college and uh, took a public uh, administration class, and they talked about leadership. And they said, well, okay, which would you rather have, an expedient leader, one who's very efficient, gets things done, knows, uh, very proficient in, in the knowledge base, or would you rather have someone who's less of a technician and more of a person, people person, very good at communicating, very friendly, uh, social, remembers things that are important to you, uh, very good listener, and uh, thoughtful, that they, they think of you and how you might feel and they leave little pieces of information that uh, might be, uh, make you feel good. Like your birthday, they recognize you there. Or they recognize some achievements that you've accomplished in your life. And they know a little bit more than just the everyday 9 to 5 type of stuff. You're going to get your work done. That's a given. And the question is, is will you support your boss? Will you support your CEO? Will you support your vice president? And... And those type of questions um, come from how you feel about them. What's your relationship? You know, what's your interaction? How have they interacted with you? Do you feel like you can trust them? And one of the things that's really important is to talk. I mean, it's just downright that simple. I mean, a lot of times in these organizations, no one wants to talk. And there's probably a good reason because they think, well, you know, uh don't want to cause waves don't want to cause you know bring attention to myself but you know that's true you know you can play safe and and uh and not you know be noticed and you can survive for a long time but at the same time you miss so many opportunities for growth and therefore Um, It is important to talk. It's better to make the exchange than not to make the exchange. And it's really better for the employer to engage you into listening because he needs to know what's happening where the action is occurring because they're paying you to do the work. And so they don't really, management really doesn't know what you do. And so, by sharing with them what you do, and what your, uh, you know, what your goals are, what you're attempting to accomplish, those are, uh, you know, those are great things for you to engage your management with, manager with, and to let them know kind of where you fit uh, on different topics, what you're seeing and patterns be a kind of an early alert on things, and uh you know those are those are uh uh interesting aspects to uh to engage yourself in well okay hopefully uh you can understand what i'm talking about when it comes to culture and uh why leaders need to develop that culture in their organization and how that makes people feel comfortable and because it builds a sense of shared values is what culture does and that shared values becomes a unifying aspect to the organization i remember this one book i read about uh strategy and uh, planning for the future and future growth and things like that, where um, the person put a goal. They they had to produce so much, and they, it was a huge goal, and they made everything visual, and people could see where, where they were in the goal. And it became... Um, kind of like a quest. Everyone tried to hit that goal. Everyone was working towards it. They were engaged in uh, participation towards that goal and uh, the the company w- had transparency rather than keep everything kind of hidden in corporate board meetings. they They shared where they were and people understood how the company made money and how much they were making and they were kind of excited about it instead of looking at it as an aspect of greediness, they looked at it as an opportunity for growth. And they looked at the leadership as uh, facilitating that growth and being the right management to uh, ensure the company grow. And so that that level of communication uh, was very helpful. And those are the type of things that... uh, uh, really make a difference in the long run.